Hello everyone, welcome to On the Ridge. Welcome to the Ridge. Hmm. We'll play with that, that literally just came to my brain. This is the first episode, so welcome. I'm Larissa, I am your host, I am the creator of the show. Um, I'm just here to have fun, I'm here to hang out. Um, yeah. I have wanted to create a podcast for a while, and I thought, you know what, now is the time to stop letting a bunch of stuff get into in the, in, in the way uh, and just go for it. I am a fairly casual person. At the moment, this will probably be pretty casual by default, by extension of that. I don't want it to be something ever that's really too curated and perfect and polished and not authentic, you know? I want to be real. I want to be me. Um, and so that's that's what we're going to do. Um, structure of podcast will be thus. The first few, here's, I've got a whole vision, guys. I've got a vision. The first few, I just want to get to know you. I just want you to get to know me, actually, because, well, I want to get to know you too. If you have comments, if you have ideas, if you have thoughts of things you'd like me to talk about, do let me know, um, in some form in comments or comments. I think that's the only way I can think that it would be done. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. I can't wait to look back at this episode and cringe at my past self because I have a feeling that's going to happen a lot. Um, cause this is also like the third time I've started recording and I just don't really want to start again and overthink it. So I'm not overthinking it. Anyway, I'm Larissa. I am 27. <laughs> I just had a birthday, um, and as much as I'm like, people shouldn't be afraid of getting older, it feels weird. I don't feel any different than when I was like 22. Except for when I talk to people who are like 18 and then I'm like, oh, sweet baby child. So I guess there's some things, it's nuanced. We can talk about that another time. This is, you'll learn this about me. I could talk about anything for a long time, probably. I'm quite good at that. Um, hence, podcast. I've wanted to start one for a while, like I said. Um, I am currently, I just realized I was starting two, two things and now I'm gonna come back. I'm Larissa, I'm 27. I'm a pastor's kid and my faith is the most important thing in my life. Jesus is amazing. Um, and if you stop listening because of that, then that I think is a shame because I think I'm pretty cool. Um, and not every episode, I guess, will be explicitly about God and Christianity. But just so you're warned, if you're not a Christian, that's probably going to be the main push. Not push, the main focus, the main thing to talk about, because I think he's a pretty amazing guy to talk about. Um, and faith is really important. Um... But I also don't want anyone to feel alienated. So if you just like listening to the sound of my voice, then do feel free to keep listening. Um, yeah, I'm a Christian. And that's kind of where On the Ridge came from. I've done a lot of work with youth groups and church stuff. Uh, and at some point, I hope to write a book for, I think, youth, whatever, um, young people called On the Ridge as well, which is just in Christian circles um there can be a lot of talk about like mountaintop experiences 
um, and in the valleys when you're like going through a rough time. And I'm like, well, okay, well, what about in between when you're just on the ridge, you're just traveling, you're hiking. I'm outdoorsy. So I like that kind of nature metaphors. Um, and so I was like, well, I want to write a book one day about helpful things for when you're on the ridge of life. You're just trekking. You're just walking. You're not on a mountaintop. You're not necessarily in a valley. You're just kind of doing life. What do, what do we need to know for the Christian life for those moments? And then I thought, cool, a podcast might be a fun extension of that and a way for me to just hang out. So welcome to On the Ridge, where we are going through life together, hiking all the way from the valleys to the mountaintops, up, down, all the way around. Yeah, that's what the point is. That's what we're doing here. Um, hopefully, at some point, I can, like, interview people. I can review things, maybe, if you want. There are some Christian books I've loved. There are some Christian books I've really not loved. Not for, like, theological things. Just because of... Well, maybe sometimes theological things. But if you chuck me a book, I can read it and I can let you know my thoughts. If you chuck me a film, I can watch it and let you know my thoughts. Maybe that's really boring for you. But again, maybe you just need something to fall asleep to. So boring is good. I'm here for you. But I thought the first... This is the structure that I've got. For the first four episodes, I'm going to do anyway. I haven't decided how frequently I'll do these. I'll figure it out as we go. For the first four, I'm going to do personality tests. Because who hasn't done that? Who hasn't? Well, maybe a lot of people. But if you're anything like me, you're hanging out with some of your friends. Let's get into that like nice evening. Oh, we're going to have deep chats. But first, we're going to take some personality tests together to get to know each other and ourselves. And so I thought that I would do that with you guys so you can get to know me. I can give you more. I'll give you more of my life story later. Um, and And just have story times with Larissa. But I thought this would be fun. I like personality tests. I didn't used to though, because I was like, uh, you should know who you are regardless of a test. And I still stand by that. But I've now learned how the tests can, the tests, some tests can help people give words to themselves that they maybe don't know how to describe or understand themselves or just you know, help them to know that it's allowed to be, you're allowed to be different. It's okay to be the this shy person or a really outgoing, gregarious person. And there are pros and cons to everyone's personality. Things we need to grow in and all that. But yeah, so I've already taken a few in my life. Um, but I'll retake them because I think I've changed. I've grown now that I'm 27. Um... So I've taken the ones I'm going to go through this week. I'm going to do Enneagram, which to me is the most hippy-dippy one, but some people really like it and swear by it. And so why not? Uh, and then I'll do Strength Finders, which I might have a friend on because I have a friend who really loves Strength Finders. Um, and so we can chat together. And then I'm going to do Myers-Briggs because that was a big one. Apparently it's been like discredited now, but eh was fine and then I thought I'd end it off with the most scientifically proven you know the most high-end BuzzFeed quizzes so if you know some BuzzFeed quizzes that you'd like me to take i.e what kind of pizza am I what kind of palace would I live in if I answer these questions and what Disney prince would come with it lovely I'd love a Disney prince 
here we are. We're all waiting for one up in the tower. Anyway, so look at me. I'm going to do some fancy editing even for the video. I'm going to put in the video, in video thing, so that you can see my screen. Um, I think the actual Enneagram, if you Google it, there's just loads of them. I think the actual Enneagram quiz you have to pay money for and <laughs> your girl's a student. It's Corona. I'm not about to pay for a test. But I found this one from Enneagram Academy. Not sponsored or anything, unless they want to sponsor me. Um, and it's just like a short version. So this one, the, the normal one takes like 40 minutes. And we, we're usually going to try and cut this at about 30. So we'll see. But also it's my own podcast, so I can do what I want. Um, but this one's about 10 minutes. So we'll do that and then maybe we'll just chat our way through, you know. Um, without further ado, here we go. Take the test now. Oh, to enter my details. Um, do I have to? Yeah, I have to. I'll just blur any of these things out because I don't want you guys to know my email address. Thank you. Okay, questions. Number one. I've been one romantic and imaginative or pragmatic and down to earth. Hmm. This is one of those things where you're meant to just answer whatever your gut tells you, like whatever your first inkling is. But that's really hard sometimes because, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go pragmatic and down to earth because even though I am like, I'm a creative person, I songwrite, I draw, I do loads of stuff like that. And so I like to think like romantic and imaginative is in there. I'm also a very realistic person. So at the end of the day, I'll be like, yeah, but how are you gonna make that happen? So there you go, question one done. I have tended to one, take on confrontations or two, avoid confrontations. I, in the past, I may have avoided, but I think as I've gotten older, I take them on a bit more, especially if it's for other people. So like myself, this is another thing for myself. I'll kind of let things go a bit more, but if someone else is getting messed with, I'm not, I'm not about that life. I don't think that's okay. Um, it's a lot like my mum. Um, also have learned confrontation doesn't necessarily mean conflict so people say like oh i don't like confrontation as like i don't like arguing with people i don't like fighting neither do i i don't i really don't like arguing with people i don't like bringing up difficult things especially if i feel like the person's not gonna take it very well but i have learned that confrontation so like bringing something up having the conversation that needs to be had is really good and it doesn't have to be bad. So I have tended to take on confrontations. I have typically been one diplomatic, charming and ambitious. Well, or direct, formal and idealistic. Hmm. I do like to think that I'm charming, but maybe that's just cause I'm a bit full of myself. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm funny. I'm witty. I'm nice. Um, diplomatic, charming, and ambitious. Direct, formal, and idealistic. I can be idealistic, for sure. And direct. 
But I think I'm overthinking it. I'm going to go diplomatic, charming, and ambitious. Because as a whole, in general life, I would be more like that than being direct and stuff. I've learned to have more tact in life when bringing things up and stuff like that. Number four. I have tended to be focused and intense or spontaneous and fun-loving. Spontaneous and fun-loving. I can get focused and intense. If y'all ever seen me when I'm writing essays, pretty focused and intense. Or I get more intense because I'm not focused, because I want to be spontaneous and fun-loving. I love being spontaneous. I love just doing things randomly. One time in second year of uni, it was like around sunset time, which was really pretty. And we live by the beach down here in Brighton. And so I just went to my friend's house and I was like, hey, you want to go to the beach for the sunset? And she was like, right now? We didn't even plan that. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah. And then we went. And by the time we got there, there was really lots of clouds and it wasn't quite as good. But made the best of a, of a situation that could be seen as negative. Because while we were there, we went out on the Brighton Pier and there was all these birds and it was really cool. And you know what? We were hanging out together. So it was still a lovely time. Just because your plans get ruined doesn't mean the whole experience is ruined. Just readjust. It's fine. It's a plot twist in life. There. Word of wisdom for you. <clears throat> Number five. I have been a hospitable person and have enjoyed welcoming new friends into my life. Or a private person and I have not mixed much with others. A hospitable person. Because I'm, um... An extrovert now. I thought I was an introvert for most of my life, but I think I have learned in the past year or two that I'm an extrovert. Um, I just like to be in control of when I can leave a situation, when I am peopled out. Because when it's people I'm close to, I can hang out for ages, but when it's lots and lots and lots of people, they can be a bit tiring. Um, I'm not quite that extroverted. I'm quite near the center. We'll see when we do Myers-Briggs. Because that's something that they measure in that, isn't it? But yeah. Private person, not mix much with others. No, I like mixing with people. I do like chatting with people. I can go into social butterfly mode really easily. And like, hospitable mode. That's another thing, like... Similar to when other people are getting... Like, having a hard time. Uh, I will take on confrontation more readily. If other people are feeling uncomfortable, then I will pick up on that quite easily and and start chatting to them because it sucks when you're in that position. No one likes being in that position. Um, number six, generally, it's been easy to get a rise out of me, difficult to get a rise out of me. I want to say it's difficult, but it's pretty easy. I get riled up. Ask my brother. Uh, my dad one time told my brother when we were little to stop pushing my buttons. Because he would always do that. Older brothers do that. Um, and then he went to my dad. But dad, sometimes it seems like she's just one big button. And the most frustrating thing about that is it's true. I want it to be wrong, but it's true. And he, obviously brothers know how to get you. Such a pain. We're, we're close. I love him. Um, but yeah, he does know how to get me. He doesn't quite push them. I think he's matured a little bit, so he doesn't push my buttons intentionally so much anymore. But also, we live really far away, so maybe that's just it. He's on good behavior when we're together now. <laughs> um, let me know, Oli. Number seven, I've been more of a street smart, street smart survivor 
or a high-minded idealist. I think I'm a street smart survivor. I'm quite high-minded. I, like I said, I can be kind of idealistic, but at the end of the day, I think my realistic self comes and is like, we gotta do what we gotta do, street smart. Let's get this done. Number eight, I have needed to show affection to people or preferred to maintain certain distance with people. There's a time and place for both. But I think I'll go needed to show affection. Because I like cozy. Ooh, we can do love languages test as well. That's good. Physical touch. Big up hugs. You gotta maintain distance from some people if they're unhealthy in your life. Let's just say that straight up right now. But we can get into that another time. Number nine, when presented with a new experience, I've usually asked myself if it would be useful to me or enjoyable. Both enjoyable. Enjoyable things can be useful. Why is it an either or? Huh? Um, number 10. I have tended to focus too much on myself or others. Others. I just give and give and give. Everyone's selfish sometimes, though. I'm selfish sometimes. Maybe a lot of the time and I don't even know. Hmm. Number 11. Others have depended on my insight and knowledge or strength and decisiveness. Hmm. I think we'll go insight and knowledge. That is something that has regularly happened. Um, yeah. In, in school, a lot of people would come and ask me for advice, and that's kind of continued through life. Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. Number 12, I have come across as being too unsure of myself or sure of myself. I mean, in the question where it asked if I was charming, I probably came across as really sure of myself, even if I'm not sure of myself. So I think that's probably it. Let's go with that one. I'm not too sure of myself. I'm not, like, cocky, I don't think. Number 13, I have been more relationship-oriented than goal-oriented, or goal-oriented than relationship-oriented. I am super relationship-oriented. Like, if I have a goal... But at the same time, like a goal for the day, but at the same time something's happened and I'm having a clash with a housemate or a friend or something, I'm done. I can't focus. So I need to sort out the relationship first. 14. I have not been able to speak up for myself very well or been outspoken. Said what other wish, others wish they had the nerve to say. Second one, outspoken. Because if everyone just said what they said, maybe things would actually change instead of talking to other people about it and only one person speaking for everyone. So everyone's like, oh, only one person has a problem with it even though it's only that one person is brave enough to speak. Boom. Also links back to the confrontation thing. Speak up. 15. It's been difficult for me to stop considering alternatives and do something definite or take it easy and be more flexible. I'm confused at this question. I feel like it's saying the same thing. Oh no. Oh no, I see. Stop considering alternatives and do something definite. Or take it easy and be more flexible. Probably take it easy and be more flexible. I can get kind of fixed on one, one thing. 16. I have tended to be hesitant and procrastinating or bold and domineering. Probably bold. I kind of just bull in a china shop sometimes. Because I'm like, well, at least something will happen if we do that. 
17. My one reluctance to get too involved has gotten me into trouble with people, or my eagerness to have people depend on me has gotten me into trouble with them. Second one. I always want to be able to say yes to everything. But I can't. But sometimes I do. I guess I haven't gotten into trouble, but it's like, it creates some stressful situations sometimes. Um, usually I have, one, been able to put my feelings aside to get the job done. Two, needed to work through my feelings before I could act. Definitely the second one. Got those. I'm a sensitive person. And that's not a bad thing. Just gotta work through the emotions, people. 19. Generally, I have been methodical and cautious or adventurous in taking risks. Adventurous. For show. I have tended to be a supportive, giving person who enjoys the company of others or a serious, reserved person who likes discussing issues. I mean, you can discuss issues while you enjoy the company of others, but I'm going to go with the first one. Supportive, giving. <laughs> Number 21. I've often felt the need to be a pillar of strength or perform perfectly. <laughs> They're one and the same. Be a pillar of strength. I've typically been... The cool thing about this is I don't know really what the Enneagram things... I've taken a, a short one before, but I don't really know what the different things are. So I can't even be like, this question will lead me to this one or that one will do this. I'm just answering so honestly. I'm so good at quizzes. Um, number 22, I've typically been interested in... One, asking tough questions and maintaining my independence or maintaining my stability and peace of mind. I do find it interesting which ones they are putting opposite each other. But I'm pretty interested in asking tough questions. Sorry if there's lots of mouth noises, guys. Kind of thirsty. Um, 23, I've been too hard-nosed and skeptical or soft-hearted and sentimental. Contrary to my squishiness, I've been pretty skeptical of stuff sometimes. I've often worried that one, I'm missing out on something better, or two, if I let down my guard, someone will take advantage of me. Oh. Oh. Number two? Wow, that's a really real question. I think everyone worries about missing out. I think especially my the millennial generation. I think we often worry that we're wasting time or we're missing out on something or missing an opportunity. But I'm kind of more of a the grass is greener where you water it kind of person. Try to be anyway. And so I'm more insecure about people taking advantage of me. 25. I'm moving swiftly along. My habit of one being standoffish has annoyed people. Telling people what to do has annoyed people. Probably the latter. I don't think I'm too bossy, but maybe sometimes. Um, 26. Usually when the troubles have gotten, when troubles have gotten to me, I have one, been able to tune them out, or two, treated myself to something. Treat yourself, girl. Yeah, come on. Have that ice cream. Go for a walk. 27. I have depended on my friends, and they have known that they can depend on me, or not depended on people. I've done things on my own. Ooh. I have usually done things on my own, but people have known that they can depend on me, but I'm trying to grow. So we're going to go depend on friends. 28. I have tended to be detached and preoccupied or moody and self-absorbed. That's a horrible choice. I don't think I'm any of those things. Hmm. We'll go... Moody? 
I'm usually not detached. That's the thing. Well, whatever. That's kind of a throwaway question. <gasps> We're almost done. Um, 29. I've liked to challenge people and shake them up or comfort people and calm them down. I kind of like challenging people. There's a time and place for both, again. But I like shaking things up. Uh, I have generally been an outgoing, sociable person or an earnest, self-disciplined person. Outgoing, sociable. I am self-disciplined, but if in my brain I go, ooh, we could do something disciplined like uni or go to the pub. Pub. 31. I've usually been shy about showing my abilities or liked to tell people what I can do well. Quite shy, actually. I don't like to gloat. 32. Pursuing my personal interests has been more important to me than give, having comfort and security. Or having comfort and security has been more important to me than pursuing my personal interests. Pursuing interests. Comfort and security are an illusion. They're not an illusion. But where are they found? In the Lord. Therefore, you can take risks. Booyah. 33. When I've had conflict with others, I've tended to withdraw or rarely backed down. Do you hear my stomach growl just then? Maybe. Rarely backed down. Yeah. 34. I have given in too easily to, and let others push me around or been too uncompromising and demanding of others. I give in pretty easily. Although then I just said I rarely back down. Depends on who it is. We're just going to go with it. I've been appreciated for my unsinkable spirit and great sense of humor. <laughs> or... <laughs> uh, quiet strength and exceptional generosity. Exceptional generosity. I appreciate my puns, but I don't know if other people do. <laughs> Much of my success has been due to my talent for making a favorable impression or achieved despite my lack of interest. In no, I'm good. At, I'm, I make a good first impression. I got a job at a place that wasn't even hiring, hun. Oh. Review. Please review your answers. I'm just gonna scroll and see. Get test scores. <gasps> oh, they get emailed to me. Alright, well, bear with. Going to the email. Da -da 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 -da. I'm gonna not show you guys my screen now. Alright. Unless I can scroll. We'll see. We'll just go. Enneagram Academy. I don't want a 30 minute consultation. No, thank you. My test results are one of the top three. Three, six, or two. What does that mean? Enneagram type profiles. Three, six, or two. Here, we'll go to the Enneagram Institute for this one. Here we go. This doesn't tell me anything that's really vague. Three is the achiever. This is interesting because last time I did this, I got numbers. I got seven. Enthusiast. So that was on a different kind of test. So let's go achiever. I know I said I didn't do this before. I didn't really care about it before. Achiever is adaptable. Excelling, driven, image conscious. Ooh. Oh, wow, they get straight to it. Basic fear of being worthless. <sighs> Basic desire to feel valuable and worthwhile. Enneagram three with a two wing. Whoa, the charmer. Well, hey. Uh, Enneagram three with a four wing, the professional. This is really interesting. 
don't know if you can hear that. Someone's playing tennis against the side of the house. Corona life. It's fine. Um, okay, so we got number three. What else could I be? I could be number six, which is the loyalist. Also seems quite thingy. App uh, uh, applicable. That's what it's called. The committed, security-oriented type. Meaning... Oh, I could be, I could be, where's the wings? The defender or the buddy? Both, again. Type two. I think two showed up in my other one. I'm just going to go for the, the the first two because they seem the most, they seem pretty good. I think, what was two? Two, I don't think I liked. The helper. Although I am, I am helpful. But I'm not people-pleasing. That's the thing. But yeah. So I think if we go for, what, well, um, either number three or number six, the Achiever is number three. Um, when I'm healthy, I can achieve and do great things in the world. They're the stars of human nature. Go on. And people often look up to them because of their graciousness and personal accomplishments. Yas. Healthy threes know how good it feels to develop themselves and contribute their abilities to the world. Winning. Blah, blah, blah. Often successful and well-liked. I will receive that. Problem is that, whoa, in, in pursuit of my goals, I can alienate from myself so I no longer know what I want or my real feelings or what my real feelings or interests are. Huh. Oh, no. This is deep. I might have to analyze this, read through it, and then we can have a part two or we can... Go into it another time. But we're nearing 30 minutes. We're at 30 minutes, potentially, depending on how I edit this. Um, and I think I want, like, thirty between 30 and 40 minutes to be where we end up. So, thanks for... Oh, tennis is just stuffed. Thanks for um, joining in with me in this first Enneagram testing phase. What? So thanks for joining in in my first podcast i hope you enjoyed it um yeah i hope that it wasn't boring for you guys there will be other ones that will be like content um that i will interview some people i've got people in mind talk about different things um yeah i'm not afraid to go on deep topics or um touchy subjects anything like that Otherwise, I'll probably just chat about things that I'm interested in, things that I want to explore more and give my time to. Um, so yeah, follow. Oh, wow, I need to do that now, don't I? Like, hit that like button, subscribe, all those things. Genuinely do, because that would be great. Um, at the moment, it's not for any kind of analytics or ad things, but maybe one day it will be. Um, yeah, if you liked it, click support it. Um, I'm also going to have, so I'm hoping to have the podcast out on all of the big podcast streaming things. I'm also going to be posting it up through a website called Anchor and you can go there. I'll have a whole page for my podcast um, with more information. I'm on Instagram. Follow me there. Basically, my posts are little blogs within the word limit. Fun times. Um, I have really enjoyed doing this because I just like chatting and I love personality tests. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. 
if you're listening to this to fall asleep, I hope you're sleeping soundly. I hope you put your phone on do not disturb. Because you don't need those bells dinging in your sleep, okay? You can you can relax. It's all right. Everything's going to be okay. Um, and if you're maybe just getting ready for your day or going for a run or something, go on. You got this. You're amazing. Nothing can keep you down. If something in the day goes wrong, again, it's just a plot twist. You're, you're a boss. Take a couple breaths. Remember you're not alone. Yeah, there you go. That's how I'm going to sign off. This has been Larissa, Larissa Matson, on the ridge. I will see you guys in the next episode. Until then, remember who you are. Remember whose you are. See you later.